it's your girl Nadia with Two Chicks with a Mic, and I'm here. Uh, about to, I'm about to interview Jay Carter. I've been telling you guys about her for so long, so I'm really happy that I have her on the show. Um, she's going to talk about some entertainment law and what's going on, like some hot topics with a few celebrity people that you guys love to love and love to hate. So um, tune in, okay? In like a few seconds, I'm going to have her on the show. Some of the key points that we are going to be talking about is like family. Okay, so one thing that I want to touch on before we get into this, like a little disclaimer, you got to love your mama and you got to love your fucking husband, period, period. Okay, if you're married, love that motherfucker. If you got a wife, love him. Huh? You have to. If you got a mama, you got to love your mama. I love you. Period. If I love you. If you are a mother, you have to love your I daughter. Love you. It's one of those things where humans, we literally love to shit on the people that we're closest to because we think that oh well they'll always be around or um or i'm used to them so it don't matter but at the end of the day these are the people that are supposed to be your support system and that are supposed to have your back okay um it's kind of unfortunate when we start talking about what you know when me and jay start talking it's going to be really unfortunate to hear some of the relationships tear apart right um, we're going to talk about mother and daughter situations. We're going to talk about husband and wife situations. We're even going to talk about, you know, black men and the justice system. Okay, so, and I know that all of these are really broad, broad, broad scenarios, but there's one fundamental, you know, pattern that's in every single relationship that I'm talking about. And it's love, and it's respect, and it's honor, and it's compassion, right? You know, it's if you if if you love yourself, you won't break the rules enough to where you get in trouble. If you love your husband or if you love your wife, you won't do anything to jeopardize the relationship. And if you love your mother, and if you love your daughter, and if you love your family. And this isn't just mother and daughter, but just family in general. If you love your family, then you'll, you know them enough. And you, and you know what it takes to make them happy. So it's just about doing it, right? So um, I don't want to be like this weird, you know, like oh, I'm giving you like all this shit about being family oriented, but you got to be, this is all you got, okay? But without further ado, okay? Here's my girl, Jay. <laughs> she's gonna be up. <laughs> Jay Carter, by the way. I don't wanna even like, she, cause mind you, she's an Esquire now. I don't even wanna go shade to her, okay? She's Jay Carter Esquire. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> so let's get started. So I told you guys I was gonna have a special guest on. It's Jay Carter with the Jay Carter Law Group. She's out there in LA and she's gonna be giving us some um, uh, hot topics, okay? Uh, we're gonna talk about some good stuff. So introduce yourself first and foremost. Thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you Nadia for having me. Um, I've been connecting kind of back and forth on Instagram with various hot topics. Um, I love your Instagram and I love your hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my Instagram is an extension of my, my law practice, the Carter Law Group. I'm also a Pepperdine um, uh, law professor out here in Malibu, California. So it's all an extension of what I teach and what I practice. Um, it's a way for me to 
have an upbeat kind of like way of connecting with my audience with topics that we're already talking about anyway. I consider myself Wendy Williams, just, you know, Wendy's Williams hot topics just with substance uh, because (laughs) I obviously break it down uh, with the actual law. It's not just my opinion and speculation. So I'm more than happy to um, infotain, I call it infotainment, infotain your guests this evening. Yes, I'm really excited because I told them that you were going to be on the show and I've been giving everybody a good old heads up. So we are ready. First things first, I want to talk about, um, and, I, and it, please don't mind me if I get a little deeper into it. I want to okay. talk about um, Vanessa Bryant mm-hmm. and her mama. Mm-hmm. We all have mommy issues. There are some people that genuinely have mommy issues, okay? Um, and you can clearly see that these two have some type of quarrel. Mm-hmm. Um, from my understanding, and this is all speculations, this is all new, like the story just kind of like broke yesterday or something like that. From my understanding, her mom is suing her for $96 an hour of back babysitting pay. Mm-hmm. She, uh, well, I'm sorry, for, eight, for 18 years. And she wants uh, $5 million, just flat out cash. And she wants a new home and a new SUV. Now, Vanessa Bryant gave a statement that she wrote on her Instagram story. Okay, now I'm going to find it find it, and read it. But your first thoughts, like, what are you thinking? Well, I think I think before we even jump into the law, I think you have to look in the context of, like you said, the relationship. Um, this is a young lady. I mean, she's 36 now, but she was 18 years old when she left her mom's house, like 17 turning 18. Uh, married yeah. a celebrity, a superstar. I mean, she was a she was literally a baby when she left. Her mom, she literally went from her mother's house to Kobe's house. So it, it was like, you know, so she's never been like a single Entitled. woman. Right. She's never been a single woman under kind of her own roof. She went from being a, you know, a daughter to someone's wife and not anyone's wife, a major athlete. So I think you have to put that into context. I think even Kobe struggled at one point with his parents um, wanting money or needing money. And so I think you really have to look at, look at this in the context of people sometimes feeling entitled <laughs> to their children's uh, access to money, whether they're earning it or their significant others are earning it. And, you know, sometimes people try to bring their families in to the fold and give them jobs and things like that. Uh, so it doesn't feel like it's just them giving it out. They feel like at some level they're working, you know, with them. Um, so, yeah, I think. For starters, I think that's where this 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 started, right? The roof comes from. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring her on. You know, I can give her something. She can help me with the kids. I'm sure it came out of. I mean, she I mean she was 18 years old. And I think she had her first child. I want to say she had her first child at 20 or 21. I don't think she was older than 21. She had her children fairly young. Uh, she has four now. Um, her first two. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we have to look at the context, and I'm sure a judge is also going to look at it in the same context if it gets this far. I have a very strong belief this will probably settle out of court. So, yeah. Because I uh, said, Mama. I'll let you read what she had on her Instagram. 
Okay, so she wrote something. So she wrote a few things on her story, and she wrote these memes, right? Like sense of entitlement. I deserve it just because I feel so and say so. Like little, like kind of like subbing her mama. You know what I'm saying? Another mm -hmm. one. A man is not by nature deserving of all thing of all that he wants. Uh, when you know, just a little bullshit like that. Now this is what she physically wrote. My okay. mother is continuing to try and find ways to extort and to extort a financial windfall from our family. I have supported her for nearly 20 years mm -hmm. and she was never she was never me or Kobe's personal assistant nor was she a nanny. I have always been a stay-at-home mother and my husband and I were and our husband and I were our daughter's full-time caregivers. For nearly two decades, we arranged for my mother to live in our in our new buy property at no cost to her because she had claimed she couldn't do it because she didn't have any money from the from her divorce. My husband and I felt it was best for her not to live in our home. She watched our girls from time to time, just like grandmother, just like most grandmothers do. She did not take care of business issues or expenses. She was a grandmother who was supported by me and her son-in-law at my request. She now wants to back charge me $96 per hour for supposedly working 12 hours a day for 18 years for watching her grandchildren. In reality, she only occasionally babysat my oldest girls when they were toddlers. Uh, as of 10 years ago, our kids were full-time students and athletes, and I didn't have another child until 2016. Her claims are obviously false, but I still try to repeatedly to work things out with my mother, um, countering to what she's saying. I haven't left my children's side since the accident. And, you know, basically, she's just going on and saying this is off left. Right. That, listen, based on the time frames of the ages of my children, if you... If you watched anybody, it was the first two, not the last two. The last two, I just had them in the last four years. And uh, for the, I mean, for the most part, you don't really see Vanessa. You know, a lot of basketball wives have hairline and beauty lines and partnerships, and they get, get they get into other stuff. Um, other than being a part of his charitable foundation now, she's not one of these basketball wives that felt the need to have her own business, her own brand. Her yeah. brand is Kobe Bryant's wife. So she's been... Right. She's been a stay at home mom this whole time, um, even with any assistance from her mom um, legally, because I know that's why I'm here. Um, I think that at the most, the grandmother can maybe um, try to put in for um, it's not necessarily breach of contract because there's no contract. But anytime. No verbal. Um, right. Right. Or verbal. Um, but anytime there isn't a contract written or oral, but you receive uh, services from someone and you benefit from them, the court will a lot of times find that you should pay that person uh, because you benefited from those services. And it's called a quantum merit um, a contract claim. And so she could probably pursue that and then do her calculation and say, you know, well, X amount of years, X amount of hours at, this average rate, she would obviously have to show proof that $95 an hour is justified. I know Hollywood nannies out here are only making $25 an hour, so I don't know where she's getting $95 an hour from. <laughs> she's overcharging. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, whatever it is, even if the judge bought that she was owed something, I don't think it would be calculated at $95 or $96. Um, and I also think to 
Vanessa's point, it's not going to be for like the full, whatever, 18 years. It'll probably only be a portion of that time for the first two children. And what about just being a typical grandmother? Like whatever happened to that? I mean, that's the part that I don't understand. Like whatever happened yeah, to that? I mean, watch the kids. I think that's the biggest thing Vanessa can push for. That she had no, this is not a stranger in our home performing services. This was her mom. And if she had known, right, if she had known that her mom was going to at any point request money in exchange for these babysitting services, then of course she would have just worked something out outside of this. That, you know, the minute the services were performed, it was never under her understanding that at any point she would be charged. And that that's, that's the strongest argument Vanessa has. And I think overall, uh, Vanessa will probably win this. Yeah. I want to talk about Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne has a lot of shit going on right now. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, he has a lot of crap he has to deal with. Uh, one, he sold his masters. Okay. Mm-hmm. For, uh, he sold his masters to Universal Music Group for over $100 million. Mm-hmm. He's also being sued by his former manager, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for $20 million for uh, unpaid commission. And, and then he's also having this gun charge. Right, right. There's a lot. I mean, obviously, there's, a, there's some and contractual then on a personal things note, going he's on. And with his girlfriend and then the whole Trump thing. Like, what's going on with Little Wayne? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I try to still claim him because he's a Carter. Um, but... That's I don't right. know. I don't know. Just like, we well, got too many cards. So I'm trying to like, at least in the, in the spotlight. So I'm trying to, still trying to claim them. But, you know, I think, you know, I can't speak on, you know, his political beliefs and things like that. I think sometimes right. people like to do things to get attention. But I do think it just sometimes when it rains, it, it, it pours. And I think that with him... I just think a lot of things are just happening and because they're being reported all at once, it just seems like a lot. Um, I think starting with the, let's let's start backwards, the criminal law, that's kind of like the oldest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been kind of sitting on whether to charge him for almost a year. So I know it's just coming out, but yeah, oh, almost a year they've been kind of like, you know, should we charge him? They finally decided to charge him because he is a convicted felon. He served um, for, I think, six months to a year before on our previous gun charge back in 2007. And so once you're convicted, you are not supposed to possess a firearm. So for him to be caught with a firearm again, he could face up to um, up to 10 years in, in prison. I don't obviously think um, if he is found guilty, again, they have to find him guilty. Um if they find him guilty, they will give him the 10 years. It'll be probably something like two to three years, time served, some sort of probation, community service. They're not sending little Wayne to jail for 10 years over again. Especially will. right now with COVID, they're not really trying to lock people up. It's just, and he's a celebrity. It's just a lot of layers to that. So I can almost 90 to 95% say he's not going to jail for 10 years if they actually found him guilty because these again they're just charges they have to prove them and it's it's the prosecution um i think a lot of times people think it, forget in criminal law it's the prosecution's job to prove that you're guilty even if you are guilty that's your job to, to prove that you're guilty it's their job so obviously i don't know what sort of evidence they have but he's not going to jail for 10 years and i hope this is the last time he is 
caught up in something as it relates to drugs or guns or whatever, because they're just looking for an excuse to lock black men up. Let's just... So, not to like switch subjects, subjects because I do want to keep on going with this one, but they are locking up a lot of rappers and a lot of entertainers right now. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It may be to almost to prove a point, but again, even with the people they're locking up, it's never like the full sentence. I mean, some of this I just think it's almost like the blessing and the curse. It's a blessing at some level to be a celebrity and be arrested because you probably won't get the whole time, but then you can get that one prosecutor that wants to make an example out of you, and then you do get the whole time, or you or you get overly charged, or whatever the case may be. Um, switching gears to kind of his civil stuff, if he owns his manager, obviously commissions of any sort, um, you know, I'm sure that can easily be proven. So if it's $20 million, I'm pretty sure, you know, you have to remember managers, like agents don't get paid in advance. They only get paid when you get paid. So that's why managers and agents only take on certain people. It took me, you know, I'm still fortunate to have done it within, you know, two or three years, but, you know, I got an agent, but it was, it was very difficult to get an agent in, in Hollywood. They don't just accept you just because you have a certain portfolio, you have a certain look. They're like hundreds of people that have that. So, um, for him to have a manager, yeah, I mean, he was never getting paid on upfront. It was always a back end thing. And so I'm sure if there's enough proof there that manager shouldn't have any issue. And again, it's not going to court. That's gonna settle. It's not even worth it to take that that type of thing to court. Um they gotta get their paperwork together. Hopefully there was some kind of paper trail. Yeah, I think and a lot of times these people aren't managing their own money. And I think an accountant could easily settle this for him if you just show sold your catalog, as you mentioned, for no, why did no, no, what is first off, there's a there's a uh, there's a company I want to say out of the UK, out of London, I, I could look it up real quick. They um, they've been buying catalogs, they buy LA Reads, they're working with Nile Rogers, I believe they're working with Timbaland. Um, but 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 to sell, but people are selling catalogs right now. A lot of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy money if you own a catalog. I mean, um, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson owned a big part of the Beatles catalog. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, and that's still a part of his estate to this day. Um, just think of it this way: a catalog is an asset. It's almost like a, home. Like a house. It's like a home. So it's a mu It's like a musical home. So it's not like a building, but it's a. It's an asset. Um, and that music asset allows you to get paid every time that song is sold. So you have, you know, there, there are three ways in music people get paid legally. You have the songwriters when the song is used for stuff like movies and commercials and things like that. If a song is used, you know, you got the mechanical royalties going to the publisher and the, the person that actually writes the song, which may not even be the artist, because there's some artists that don't write and sing their own music. So that's mechanical. Then you have when they perform it, right? The artist and the label gets money for that. And then you have when it's sold. So when it's sold, every, the, 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 who gets the most money from when a song is sold? The person that owns the master recording. Nine times out of 10, your favorite artist does not own the master recordings right. to their song. It's part of their, deal with the record label that the label owns the masters but by them being the artists and singing it they're going to share in it uh, but you know the percentage of the record label is much higher so i'm i'm not sure i mean you have to also remember times i mean 
I, I really don't think times are that hard for Little Wayne that he needed to really sell it. But it's a hundred million dollars. And who knows? I mean, he's got all these legal cases, he's paying lawyers. Who knows what else he may be in debt? You know, we don't really know all of his business. So from us, it's like, you, you probably didn't even really need to, you know, yes, who wouldn't want $100 million? We probably don't even need $100 million, you know, right. at least from our perspective. But he could, something could be going on where he needs $100 million. So maybe he was like, well, let me sell, let me sell something I know I can sell. So Right, right. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's talk about... Some ongoing stories. I know you yes, to, I was going to yeah. say because I've been flabbergasted with like when I tell you I've been flabbergasted with all this. First off, what's going on in Los Angeles? We had a conversation where I was like, well, women want equal rights, but not equal responsibility. So it's really <laughs> annoying how California, but, but you were like, it doesn't matter. California, it doesn't matter who makes the most money. Right, 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 right. You so pay. yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of you probably see a lot of divorce cases like Kelly Clarkson and just just keep going. Uh, Dr. Dre, which is a big one, uh, which I can talk about since obviously it's an ongoing cases. In in either scenario, you have obviously one person making more money than the other, and so California, like you know, a few other states, really don't care about the sex of the person. They just they just look at who's bringing what to the table. And they look at how that person's lifestyle was with you. And the argument is their lifestyle, whether they be a man or woman, should not have to change because y'all not going to be together anymore. Uh, spousal support isn't forever, though. They remarry. Uh, if the, if the, they remarry. And then there's also just like a certain period of time put on it. It's not forever, A. And B, it's also, um, if, if they move on in another relationship, then automatically they don't get it. So there are some parameters on it. But generally speaking, yeah, if you're not making as much, you marry someone in California, you can easily get spousal support, which is different from child support. Child support is a hardcore calculation in every state. Every state has a calculator. Um, in the case of Kelly Clarkson, I know she has some small children, but I don't think that's a dispute there. Um, turning to Dr. Dre, where again, similar situation where you have one person that's making way more money and that's the celebrity. In this case, it's a guy. Um, you really have an ongoing case of multiple legal matters. You have a criminal matter. You have a trademark matter. You have a contractual matter with the prenup. Um, you have... And then you have, obviously, just a general family law matter, not, not child support, but obviously spousal support. Uh, so you have you have four different matters all layered into one. Um, and so, but they're all stemming over who gets what, right? So with the trademark matter, Dr. Dre, again, a trademark, like a music catalog, it's an asset. So if you own the, if you're the registered owner of a trademark, and this is why I encourage people to register their trademark. You never know what's going to be hot and somebody's going to want to license it from you or whatever the case may be. So Dr. Dre is a trademark, okay, a big one. And, uh, you know, you got Dre by Beats and all that. And she's like, at one point, I own 50% of it. And he went behind my back and re-registered under it under a holding. You cannot do that. Why, why would yes. he even do that? And the interesting thing is he did it before. So they must, this must not be 
new with them having issues. I mean, they've been married. I have to give it to them. They've been married for quite some time. I didn't think at this point people in their 50s would even, because it's like, what's the point of getting a divorce at this point? But I didn't even think, I felt like if they made it this long, they weren't going to get a divorce. Uh, regardless of what was going on, but I'm sure everybody has their limits of whatever. That's happening. what I was just about to say. It doesn't matter how yeah. long you've been together. Sometimes yeah, everybody has tired. their. Yeah, and everybody has get, their. And when, you, and when you get older, when you get to a certain age, you don't want drama no more. You're tired. Yeah, and you're and literally the fact like, that she why? Can walk you can tell me you're this old. You can walk away half drama and get someone that's not going to give her the drama. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, so whatever the reasons may be. You know, they're divorcing. The trademark is an issue. He tried to fight back and say, uh, well, she extorted money from me. She said I went behind her back. She went behind my back. Here's the check. I didn't tell her to write this check out of the out of the company account. Right. She's the um, wife. Right. I guess he can say it was it was it was misused. Maybe, you know, she took it out of the company account. I'm sure he's going to make whatever. I mean, what did she do? Did she go and like buy? But here's my point. If you've known about it this long, clearly it's not extortion. So you would have said something back in the day like you shouldn't have. You need to put it back. Take it out of our personal account. Don't take it out of our company account. Whatever his arguments are, I just feel like, you know. And I don't even know the statute of limitations on the extortion, but in California, but I just, I think he, he did that because of the trademark thing. He also did it because she keeps, keeps saying that she, she, she kept, she keeps saying that she was feeling threatened and pressured uh, to sign the prenup in contractual law in all states. So a prenup is considered a contract. It's a type of contract. And if anybody signs anything under duress, that's one of the ways you can throw it out. Or duress and fraud are two of the hardest things to prove in the law. And so, so wait a minute. So for the slow people in the back, let's talk about what exactly is duress. Because I'm like, wait, what? Duress has to be you're you're put under pressure, un- unusual pressure, like, a, like, like you're being like, threatened like you're being to coerced. do something. Yeah, like you're like you, either you do it or something bad is going to happen. So you're basically under threat and force sign sign something. And so. Of course, he's like, this is ridiculous. And I think she even mentioned something that at one point he had ripped the prenup up. And in some states, you know, ripping it up means that it no longer exists. But in California, that's not going to fly. So you still got this whole prenup issue going on. And basically, he's saying, um, well, if you want to say that I forced you, let, let's call in the witnesses. Let's call in the people that came oh, to the wedding. But the problem I is, see. unless she signed the day of the wedding and they witnessed it, I don't, I'm not sure how wedding guests would be relevant to the signing of that particular contract. You know, a lot for him. Yeah, yeah. And then, 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 you know, even if he could get it in, which your daddy can, it's not relevant. She's then countering with, um, well, I want to bring in your mistresses. And this goes to not, <laughs> not, not the prenup, but goes to, you know, um, some states you have to prove that someone was at fault for the divorce. And so, you know, she's proving fault to increase how much money she could, she can make out with. And that, that's part of, you know, the and fault. you're supposed to aim high when it comes to any kind of court case. If you're talking money in a court case, you're supposed to aim high and then negotiate down. You're not supposed to just be like, oh, well, I think I'm worth right. this. And then, but oh. I think, I think, and not Dr. Dre, but to I think his original point because now he's getting just as petty as she is but in the beginning he wasn't he was kind of like still kind of defending her like you know we're kind of going our separate ways we're going to work it out and I think to his point in the beginning listen our prenup lays out everything that you'll get you're still getting that which is a whole lot and I'm actually willing to give you spousal support maybe not 
$1.2 million in spouse support, which she was, she was asking going for. It, though. She was, right, which was a big story right. in this divorce <laughs> thing. But he's totally willing to give. So it's not like he's coming from this place of you're not getting no spousal support. You're not getting none of my assets. I think he's like, let's just stick to what's in the paper. On, and on top of that, I'll give you the spousal support and let's just let's just close this out civilly. But the minute she was like, oh, he pressured me and he threatened me and this, this and that. And then start trying to come after his name, his trademark. I think that it, it just went downhill from, from there. Yeah. So, And I don't know if you've ever watched the movie. It's Oscar winning movie called Marriage Story on Netflix. But the woman who is Scarlett Johansson, um, who is divorcing her husband. She's an actress divorcing her husband. She gets this woman to represent her who is the top divorce. Like if you're going to divorce in California, that's who you're going to hire because you're going to get everything you want, right? Forget her name in real life. But guess what? That is Nicole's lawyer. So the lady that plays that woman's lawyer in that movie, she got her. So she got the top, she got the top divorced California lawyer that you can that you can find, uh, especially a, a woman divorce lawyer in California. And so when I heard that she, got she ain't her, playing with him. She's not playing. She's not playing. This woman gets what she wants. And I and I, but to that. To that extent, it's interesting that the movie actually says, you know, there are really no winners in family law. Because by the time you spend all this money paying the lawyers to get what you want, you kind of dug into to what you would have gotten. So you end up almost where you started. So you should just be reasonable in the beginning and not waste all this money on attorneys. So Got you. Got you. Dre, Nicole, watch Marriage Story, Marriage Story on Netflix. I think you'll... <laughs> walk away with a different appreciation for what's happening now. And what's going on with um uh with, with Black China? Black China, another ongoing, another ongoing one. Um you know, again, multiple layers. Uh so there was a a, a custody issue because she's no longer with Rob Kardashian. Um, then it evolved to a uh, revenge porn. Then, um, you know, with him leaking her photos and then, you know, obviously her selling in California. And they really, that's a big statue in California. That's a big no-no. Um, and then it evolving to him fighting back and saying, well, you tried to, you tried to tra strangle me. So an assault case. Um isn't he like hella big and then she like not that big? Well, supposedly it was with like, you know, a cord. Like, you know, anybody can put a cord around your neck. It was an iPhone cord, supposedly. Uh, an iPhone cord. Let me go snap it. Girl, bye. Yeah. And supposedly she pointed a gun at him. He's so, trying it. He's trying it. And here's the thing. She probably did all those things. I would not she put it past her. He, he in a fight and in anger, she very well could have done all those things. Can he prove it? Probably not, you know, without some witnesses or so. I think he says there's some iPhone story footage, story footage on Instagram that at one point he was recording. I don't know. Again, I don't have the evidence, but you can charge and, and, and go up against somebody all you want for certain charges. Um, you know, you have to prove it. And in this case, it's not criminal. It's, it's civil assault, not criminal criminal assault. So there's that. And then, and then we close out with her ongoing lawsuit against the Kardashians. And I think it's mostly just Kris Jenner. Chloe and Kim. I think she got rid of everybody else in the lawsuit about interfering 
tortious interference with her e-contract. Because, you know, you want that e-money. You want that Bravo. Because mm-hmm. e Bravo that's NBC. You know, she's, she, you know, no shade to Zeus. But Zeus is not e. Um, and it's not going to be like this ongoing thing where you're getting this huge check. Um, Zeus is a streaming device. E is a major network. So she definitely lost out. And, you know, they, you know, they have the saying, the devil works harder, but Chris Jenner works harder. Um, that is not, if you're trying to get into reality TV, that is not someone you cross ever, right. whether you're dating or friends or whatever the people you, no one's going to buy your show. Your fault or not, right? You got to like kiss low ass. Yeah, you got to kiss. Yeah, it's certain royalty and there's certain levels in reality that you just don't go up against. Um, so with that being said, you know. And, wait a minute, not this, to cut you off, but let's mm-hmm. just talk about this, the fundamentals here. Chris mm-hmm. Jenner's a Scorpio. So okay. they're really big on revenge if they feel like it's time to cross that line. Okay. Kim, Kim is a Libra. Mm-hmm. And like China is a tourist like me. <laughs> ah, and see, and so she's a bull. She's going full. So and then and then Chloe is a Cancer. We are ve- I'm a Cancer. We are very protective over our family and friends. We will. Oh we yeah. Will and Chloe. Chloe. Oh, oh God. Oh God. This is a mess. Chloe Manis will be Rob's mom, like second mom. She's mess. like the second mom <laughs> to the other kids too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kendall and Kylie. Yeah, yeah, she's almost like a mother figure with them. Um, this is what I'll say. First of all, the, the custody thing that that didn't go anywhere. He's not gonna get full custody. So no. that you got to prove someone's unfit. He tried to say she was doing drugs and some other stuff, but that that never went anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna stay 50-50. She doesn't get any child support from him because it's 50-50. They they it's not like and one parent the has of child support. Right, so there's no Ooh, money coming back. I do right not China. ever want to move so, to California. So at some level, I respect the fact that she's like, you know what, I have her half the time. I mean, you can pay for and buy the things you want to pay for her, but I don't need you sending me a check every month. She also doesn't get child support for t- Tiger either. So, you know. She makes through. a lot of money on OnlyFans. She's like, from, from my understanding, if not was, she is the highest paid person. And even if she wasn't, even if she didn't have OnlyFans, I mean, OnlyFans is fairly new. She had, you know, before COVID, she had an actual spa here in LA that did, did pretty well. And even without the spa, she had both makeup and skin line products. She has a clothing boutique online. And then she's also getting into music. So she has about four other streams of income. Then TV, even with Zeus, that's five. So with OnlyFans, you're looking at about six streams of income. Ooh, you can't really? say the girl isn't and working hard. But, but. I'm sorry. I have I have to slap her on the hand. She's from DC, like me, DC girl. Um, hey, I got family up there. Yeah, um, she she fumbled the bag. I would have married. You think she fumbled the bag? She should have married. Yeah, she fumbled the bag because you could have married Rob. You would have had the Kardashian name forever. I mean, technically, her childhood. That's, that's a little different from that's you. True. She even went to the extent of trademarking Angela Kardashian. Okay, so you. You knew the value of it. So I would have faked it until I made it. I would have married him, even if it was for a year. And then I would have cordially separated from him. And I still would have been friends with him. I would have been friends with his family. She did not handle this. Someone was not coaching her. You, you, mm-hmm. Girl, you had it right at the finish line. You already had the baby. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was marry him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Even with everything she's got going on, that was probably her biggest mistake. She should have, I didn't say, I'm not saying she should have stayed married to him, but she should have married Rob Kardashian. Definitely. Um, So with that being said, yeah, the child support is out. 
uh, in terms and, of and LA child makes less money than him, so she don't gotta pay. Right, right. So the child that's custody that's that that that's that's out. The they are keeping the assault case, unfortunately, for her. They they, they they said there was enough evidence, so they're not dismissing it. Uh, but then she also recently had a win because they're keeping the um the case, the contract case. Now she hasn't won the case completely, but she did file a lot of people kind of misread the story I had even on my page. She didn't win, but she won a motion. She didn't win the case, right? Winning the case means they're going to have to give her money or give her a show on eat. She's not that far down the line. She won a motion that they have to turn over the footage that they never gave her, which shows that there was this additional footage that could have been created into like another show or another season. So she did file a motion, good for her, but she's not at the finish line. Um, and that her revenge porn suit, to my knowledge, is still going on. I kind of heard that she was going to maybe drop it since he dropped, you know, the child support thing. But I think he would, I mean, child custody thing. But I think he would also have to drop the assault charges for her to probably drop the, the revenge porn. So right now, she, she's got two cases in her favor, still ongoing. And then one case against her with, 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 with the assault. Child. Now, there was one more case that you wanted to talk about. What, what was it? Our, our, our famous reality star president, Donald Trump, because a lot of <laughs> people will ask you. <laughs> He's a mess. Is, we, can, we can say the, the best or the, or the worst for last, as they say. Um, you know, the reason why I wanted to briefly talk about this is because, you know, politics is legal, like how our society is set up with the Constitution. And then he he was a reality star. You know, he, he was oh, an entertainer. Let me stop you for one second. Are you sure. going to take the vaccine? Am I going to take the vaccine? I will maybe eventually take it. I'm not going to take it out the gate. Not so much that I'm scared to. I just, to be honest, I don't really get sick. I've actually never even taken the flu vaccine. So, you know, I've been here a long time and never taken a flu vaccine. I don't think I've even had the flu. I think I've had maybe like a bad cold maybe twice in my life. I have like an unusual. You're healthy. You, you eat healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So it's one of those things where, you know, if it gets to a point that I'm working at, you know, maybe I'm doing something in TV or maybe I'm back on like a, a, a law school campus where they're like, listen, you got to take it. Then probably at that point. But even if I wanted to take it right now, um, you're just not, if you're younger, you know, if you're healthy, you're not in that group. It's it's healthcare workers, nursing home facilities, and then it's going to be the older if you're like, you know, 50 and up. So even if I wanted to take it right now, it wouldn't even be accessible to me. So, and I think at this point, it actually works out because it gives time to see how it's working, how people are reacting to it, I how agree. people are feeling. I think my mom was laughing and said some nurse fell out today taking it. She said, oh, I, I stayed all time. Nothing to do. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but you girl, girl, you cannot be the poster child for the vaccine falling out. You scaring people away from taking it. So, and you I know we got trust issues. issues. I'm sorry. You know we got trust issues. I know. We have a history to ski, airmen, all that. But I, 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 I do, in general, trust the science behind general vaccines. I mean, if you can take the flu vaccine, if you've never had any issues with that, you it'll be different if you've never taken a vaccine then you're being right. consistent but if you're taking flu if you're taking other vaccines this one is over 90 percent uh, effective versus the flu vaccine is only 50 to 60 so it's highly effective so you know i'm not saying go rush and take it but, but don't trump I was like, don't full, count it out just yet i was, I was gonna, gonna say, say donald trump wants full credit for the vaccine, vaccine though 
Oh, I'm sure. And he wants his legacy to be like, oh, this is my vaccine. vaccine. I left leaving you guys with medicine and woo, woo, woo. Yeah, no, but he was totally against the medicine and the and the science behind wearing the mask at first. So he he just needs to continue to buy out gracefully. Which leads me to the the hot topic point. Uh, we can close out with and what I wanted to discuss. He ain't bowing out gracefully. Yeah, he. I know that's that's not gonna happen. So that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about him not bowing out gracefully. So in addition to what he's already done, so he had a couple of ways of still be, still being president right after the election. He could have proved that there was some sort of fraud, got a couple of states to overturn, um, you know, the, the, the ballots and all that. That didn't work out, right? Every single state. Right, denied his losses. Then he went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court denied. So he so even got that woman, Amy. What's her name? Thinking she was going to be help. <laughs> the jokes right. on him. Right, right, right. She was like, no. Nope, he thought he knew the that. law so much that he thought that he could just put appoint people in certain places, and then when the shit right, and it was just going to work. Out. And 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 don't get me wrong, it worked a little bit. There was some people behind him following the lawsuits, like kind of flying him blindly like a sheep. Like it worked. To an extent, they, they weren't successful, but they definitely did what he said. In the event <laughs> he won, they wanted to be on his good side. So none of that worked out, right? The, the individual state cases, the Supreme Court didn't work out. So then he had three other, he has three, he had at that point three other ways he could do it. He could uh-huh. change out the people in the electoral college. She doesn't understand all your votes go in. And then the people in the electoral college say, yes, these votes are good for the state of this, state of this, state, of, you know, each state person that's appointed the electoral person for that state says yes this is this is this is this is valid and yes this vote counts for joe this vote counts for trump right he wanted to change some of those people out at the last minute so he could sway their vote that didn't work right so now on january 6th they're supposed to certify it because they've already said that these are the votes i think um uh, joe got like 336 or something and he got like 220 something Obviously, over the 270 needed, it's clear, right? At this point, the Joe Biden won fair and square. He's going to debate them on the floor. I guarantee you, because he has the right to, he's going to try to do that. Uh, which, again, you can debate all you want. That doesn't mean it's going to go anywhere. But he is going to try to try to do that. Do you see my face? Least, do you see my face? I can't even I know. Hear it what just seems saying. like it's I'm never like, going to end. I know. But then I told someone, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. So the only card, and when I say the only card he has left, and I don't think he's this crazy to pull it, but then he's this is a narcissistic, right? He literally suffers from narcissistic personality disorder. It's a real disorder, MPD. Um, I mean, it's a sociopath, <laughs> it's a real disorder. <laughs> um, right. Um, he can start a civil war. If you start a civil war... So, you know, a, a war within your country, um, if there's a war started, then technically the seating president has to stay. He can't bring on the new president. And so you've got a lot of Black Panthers riling up, a lot of Trumpers riling up. So they were in D.C. Now, tearing down the Black Lives Matter signs. And, yeah, the, so and, the, and the now and the 20th, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Between, if between now and the 20th, uh, technically a civil war has started. He will not leave on the 20th. There will be no inauguration for Joe Biden. He will be allowed to stay. Do you think that it's likely that a civil war could happen? Or do you think that we have enough common sense I'll to be not? honest. I think it's 50-50. Okay. I think he could very well stir up. You have to remember, you had a lot of people vote. For- it wasn't like, oh, it wasn't like, you know, nobody voted for this man. 
he had millions of people vote vote for him. And the majority of those people, you know, tend to skew towards being uh, more racist, more conservative, more this, more that. So at the end of the day, I would hope he would not, you know, pull this last card just because it is the only card. So that's what I'm just like, no, I don't think he'll do it. But then the other 50 percent is like it doesn't really take much for him to stir up a civil war. He doesn't have anything to lose. He's Nothing trying to stay in the White House. For his daughter years, and, so. his, and his I was going to say his daughter and his son-in-law just bought property like a like huge property in Florida for like 31. I don't know the number. It's like 31 million dollars or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So, but a, someone is telling me. Listen, he also doesn't, he, I, don't, I don't think, someone's like, you're right. He doesn't probably really want to be president. This is about him losing, but it's also about him covering his butt. New York has already said they're going to charge him the minute he's out of office with various crimes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. He don't want to go to jail. To he don't go to prison. Yeah, he's trying to avoid charges. He's also still trying to have leverage with the banks because by him being president of the United States, people still give him money for these things he does he's for his businesses. He's making a lot so, of money too from the Yeah, the last two weeks he raised $200 million. Yep. $200 million just to fight back against whatever. And I'm sure he did pay some lawyers with that money, but I'm pretty sure the rest of it went into his pocket. So it's a, it's a lot. It's a money grab. It's a ego thing. It's I'm trying to skip criminal charges thing. It's I want to continue to back my businesses. I don't have any leverage if I'm not president thing. So he's got plenty of reasons to stay. Right. Because I also know that in order to pardon someone, you have to commit the crime and then pardon them. They have, but they, but you think that they're going to come, you, you think he can't pardon to... himself. So he would have to temporarily make like Vice President Pence, like. And then I was going to say, Pence, though, do you think that even his people are going to like admit to a crime to get pardoned? No. Well, you actually don't have to admit to the crime. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah, you don't have to admit to it. Yeah, you don't have to say, yes, I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to be found guilty of it. So, yeah. So, anyway, with that being said, yeah, I, you know, I threw him in there just because I know this was a big election year. This was an election that went smoothly. You know, we've been kind of have been held in limbo for months. And now, even though we're going into January, you would think, okay, Joe Biden get inaugurated. He'll, Trump will get on the plane. That's it. It's over. But he's got one more last card to pull constitutionally with the Civil War. And so I'm just praying, and I hope we're all praying that that doesn't happen. Yeah, so hopefully your viewers got a, a whole lot in this in this nutshell. I tried to do some new stories, you some did old that. stories. You did that. Yeah. I really want to talk about, too, um, your special that you got going on right now when it comes to trade marketing. Please talk about the importance of trade yeah, marketing. Yeah, thank you. So part of part of my, you know, my practice obviously talks about a lot of these stories. Um, some of these stories obviously fall out the purview of my law firm. So I'm not doing criminal law and things like that or family law. Actually, I used to do family law. I rebranded part of rebranding my practice as a copyright trademark, you know, contract firm was doing this entertainment platform with these stories. Um, one of the main things we do is trademark law. And so we we register your uh, your trademarks. We can um, help defend your trademarks if you're currently in an opposition. Yeah. Jay? Yes. Carter? Yes. What is it, Esquire? Esquire? Yeah, Esquire, ESQ. I, you know, when you pass the bar, you put the ESQ at the end of your day and you earn it. That's almost like an MD. 
Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know, here's the you. thing. A lot of people say they want to be lawyers. A lot of people say they want to go to law school, but to actually do that and then on top of that, pass the bar, it's a lot of money, time, and energy. Um, and so it's not for the faint at heart, but we do need more Black lawyers. I mean, all we did today was talk about various legal cases affecting not all, but mostly, you know, our, our, our people, right? And so changing the laws and having better representation um, with more people that look like us is the way to go. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm personally even a part outside of my law firm, a part of various organizations that work to diversify the legal profession with more minorities and women. So definitely a passion of mine. Um, so yeah, anyway, definitely, definitely. So Mark, so I have a quick question because I still want to plug and like talk about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. How is it that black women in particular, but black people too, but like black mm -hmm. women, how specifically are we able to change the course of our systemic issues, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel the like the, the short and then answer. Also, how do you fight against your issues trying to fight for other people? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll answer that two ways. One, short answer, how do you change systemic issues? You, you start with the law, to be honest, because it doesn't really matter whether it's a black judge, a white judge, Asian judge, it's going to come down to the judge, right? Mm -hmm. They have to follow the rules. The Just like it doesn't matter if it's an all black jury or all white jury. They have to follow the rules. So, you know, this is why staying your ground is so controversial because he he you know uh whatever his name is uh, uh was it not zuckerberg why am i saying zuckerberg what was that it's been so long and i tried to almost erase him from my mind because that case just haunts me but the defendant in the trade i know well we we, we all yeah, know him. he he stood on staying your ground if staying your ground did not exist he would be in jail today but he was able to stand on a, on, a, on a law, on the books that most people didn't even know was on their books. This is why it's important to not just elect presidents and vice presidents. You have to elect the right senators and, 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 and congressmen and DAs and stuff like that because they actually affect you more than the president. Like the laws that touch you the most are the ones that are in your state, in your country. So first, you know, change the law to elect better officials that are going to have everyone's you know interest at heart but specifically minorities and then i would also say just have more uh legal representation where you have more women you have more minorities as as the lawyers in these courtrooms so that when you get you have these messed up laws or you have these messed up officials you still can maybe have one more chance at it by having um great counsel but i'll be honest with you it's it's the law more than those those other two things and you know a lot of laws are being overturned a lot of laws in, with criminal justice reform gaston who beat up da like da lacy who was the one of the first you know was the first black woman da los angeles county largest county in the united states which was a huge feat for her she did it i think for at least seven years she got beat out by a, a, a white um prosecutor down i think it's from san francisco san diego but anyway the reason why he won was because he really pushed like hey people are just sitting up in jail way too long like we get we want to punish people for doing wrong but we're overly punishing people you know uh the united states has the biggest incarcerated population in the world in the world so 
our incarcerated people in the United, we have more in the world. We have the most. And then within the United States, the majority of them reside between Texas and California. So it's, yeah, it's a big deal for California to come out the gate and say, you know, with this new DA, I mean, he did a whole memo. He read them. He read those DAs. Like, you're going to have to follow what I'm saying. You're going to have to resentence these people. The crime should be more appropriate um, or portion to the, you know, the, the, the punishment needs to be more balanced. He wrote a whole three-page memo. Of course, some of um, some incarcerated people I've worked with in the past, you know, they email me like, did you see that memo? Did you see that memo? I'm like, yeah, this is a good thing. This means you may be getting out because you've got people literally spending 10, 15, 20 years just wasting away. I mean, they're doing their best to be productive, but they could be being way more productive out here in, you know, society. And these people are not murderers. Right. These they have really, no, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, these people are like, maybe like drug offenses, maybe a gun. Maybe, it's you know, not violent. It's, it's like not violent. The world. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's unfortunate that that, that has happened. But I think, you know, in segueing why I, part of the reason why I became a lawyer was because I didn't see a lot of people that look like me. I didn't realize, you know, you could just get paid to argue, you know, all these things that I was naturally good at. I was naturally, you know, always defended, you know, my sister and brother, I was, you know, always the mediator, I was the middle child. So I was almost have always been a lawyer growing up, even before entering, you know, law school, I've always had that position even in my family. So yeah, you know, like I said, I started the Carter Law Group, it was mostly family law, business law. Now it's it's mostly a, a intellectual property and a business entertainment practice where our focus is like contracts, business formation, and then copyrights and trademarks. And I know you were asking me um, a little bit before about what, what's going on with trademarks. Well, I want to ask you something. Yeah. 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 I started, okay, so this is, I'm not trying to be weird, right? Okay. No, no, no. But, no, but, no, but, no, but seriously. So I started the podcast with the girl and then six months down the line, she ended up quitting and then she ended up copying everything that I, that I do when she met me. Is she still calling it two chicks with the mic? No, but. Okay, that's good. So, okay. so, so she's no longer podcasting, but I also do photography and also have like an online boutique. Okay. So she literally met me. She followed me on Instagram for like a year and a half, almost two years. Okay. And then when she slid in my DM and she asked to do business with me, she decided to, you know, do the business with me. And then when she decided to quit six months down the, down the line, I discovered a few months later after she quit that she has an online boutique doing the same thing I do. And then she, mm-hmm. and then she bought a camera. Now, mind wow. you, anybody can make a chair. So I'm not saying that, right. that she could not be a photographer. Right. I'm, I'm just saying don't be a crab in a barrel, right? right? I'm just saying, like, I'm just talking about the African proverb of you go further together versus you can go faster right, by right. yourself. And some people will. I'm so, so legally, like, oh, and, you know, and then same thing with, like, you know, like, Megan Thee Stallion, like, she launched her, um, her collection of a boutique, and then all these right. other people came back, like, yo, you caught... What is the deal with copying, copywriting? Like, right, how can right. people just do this? Yeah, I think, I think you have to look at it that you have to figure out um, things that are actionable under copyright and, and trademark. You know, everything isn't actionable. Sometimes people mix up copyright and trademark. Trademark are words, sounds, uh, logo design, things that indicate the source of where that product comes from. So if we were trademarking two checks with a mic, it's like we are trademarking it because we don't want any other podcast to go out with that name and people think it's that me. it's you. Right. We want to make we want to protect you as the source of you put all the brand equity and time and energy into that name. 
And so you would file it under that podcast category because trademarks, you know, they're very various categories for products and services. And so for yours, yours would be this, this, this service, right, of, of, a, of a podcast. And um, yeah, so the, the, that's the whole point of a trademark, the source versus copyright protects the expression of an idea. So when people are getting on Megan about, well, I had a similar cut design dress, you know, certain designs are not even copyrightable. They're not going to even let you copyright them. And then for the ones that are, you then would have to show how she had access to your designs to be even aware of them, to copy them in the first place. And of course, Megan, you know, Megan is so far moved from her business. Like she says, she has a whole team that pretty much does everything. She just signs off on it. But kind of like B. Simone, you can't be too like, oh, I'm just signing off on stuff and not checking like no you're because ultimately they're not going after your team they're gonna put your name in the headline, not megan's team so i don't even know if in fact her team actually was even aware of this girl's design it really could just be um similar because you know the asymmetric cuts and all that, that i mean it's not like it's that novel but it did look very similar and so i'm gonna go with the stylist things. on this one yeah i would say that even if they did cop again, it's not copyrightable, so she doesn't have an action. I think it was more Megan kind of closing out the argument with, even if it wasn't actionable, if you had just come to me quietly in a different way, I probably just would have given you somebody for it anyway. You know, like if you had just handled it instead of blasting it to make it seem like this is something like I viciously did to you, I took from you, I took your creativity. Like I'm a woman in creativity. Why would I want to do that to another, another woman? So. I think, um, I, I, think, I think you have to start off with what you really own. Like you right. own, even without registering two chicks with a mic, you started it, you've done it for a while. You can easily register and be the owner and be considered the source. I think you just have to look at what do you, what do you own? I mean, unfortunately, fashion boutiques, being a photographer, all those things um, are not, you can't own those things. I even had a woman who was part of one of my uh, productions um, for a show who I, who I cut obviously because she went crazy on me and one of the other producers, but she literally, it the whole argument stemmed from her thinking that I copied off of her woman empowerment um, event. Mind you, there's, there, there's no copyrighted trademark on women empowerment events. I mean, women empowerment events have been probably happening since the beginning of time, but I think because I was helping her with one and it was very different from mine. First of all, mine was virtual and was more of a panel. Hers was like a luncheon where she was honoring people and it was going to be in person and all this other stuff. I mean, it was like, it was like night and day. Like there was nothing, it wasn't similar. The only thing that was similar, like, again, it was a woman empowering that. And I had people from different careers. Anybody can make a chair. Anybody can make right, a chair. And anybody can have a woman empowerment event. But exactly. because exactly. again, she was peeping from the other side, looking at how well it was doing, she took offense to it. And instead of just admitting, at least to herself, that she was jealous and I wasn't really doing anything wrong, she went off on me and temporarily thought she forgot. So I'm in, so forgot. I'm interested in, in clapping back at my ex-co-host because when I met her, she didn't have any skills. She didn't have like, you know, she she, she was a ticket she she is a ticket agent for Delta. She's not a photographer. Right, right. She she, she she didn't and don't come get me wrong. She didn't have an online boutique. Happened. What I'm saying is like I had I started my thing in two thousand and eight and it's called all mm-hmm. black. Meaning I sell nothing but specialty black items. When you leave me and you start selling nothing but nude and black items, I'm offended. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's like she's literally cutting and pasting. The only thing is you don't you you know you same you know, thing with the photography thing. It's like anybody can be a photographer, but if you're going to be a sexy, beautiful photographer, and and it, I could have shown you anything you need, you I could have right. I could have taught you it's anything not so you much wanted to know. Offended that clearly you inspired her, but when I met you, you didn't have a, a DSLR camera. Now you got one, literally, yeah. like it's, out of nowhere. Like now you just buying a camera. I'm like, girl, yeah. bye. Yeah, what I would say is, unless she infringes upon anything you own. Like right now you haven't, I'm assuming you haven't registered, registered two chicks with a mic, but you still considered you have registered. Okay. Oh no. I mean, I have an LLC. I haven't trademarked. You have have the company. Right. So, but until you register as a trademark, you're you're still using it. You're still considered the source. So as long as she's not coming after things that you legally own, as much as it probably annoys you that she's copying off you, you almost have to, like certain people, I just, I don't unfollow them, but I will just mute their timeline because I don't want to see it. I had to block her because every, I felt like when I did did a hairstyle, then she would do the hairstyle. Okay. So yeah, this is almost like single white female, black. Oh my God. You called it. That's exactly what I called her. I said, oh, you're a single white female shit. This is beyond business. This is like. You, oh, you, no. And I understand where it stems from because when you work with with people personally, you understand where their trauma stems from. Right. So I, I understand where where it all stems from. I'm not gonna bash the girl on a personal right. level, but, but you I'm just like, think wherever it stems from, it's it's moving beyond business, and it's like she is personally almost trying to copy identity, and that that becomes that starts to feel like you're almost being stalked, which is a whole nother. Which is why I was so uncomfortable because I said this girl followed me on Instagram for a year and a half before she asked <laughs> to go into business with me. I didn't right. vet her good enough clearly. And then when we started working together, she leaves me and then starts doing basically me. Oh, oh right. She's well, basically me. trying to do a copy and paste of who you who you are, not just professionally, uh, personally. And that's, yes! I think that's yes! the scary part where you're trying yes! to duplicate hairstyle and makeup and outfits and yeah. That's that that that's when inspiration goes too far, and I think. And I'm not uh, flattered. I'm not flattered. I'm not flattered. Yeah. And I love paying homage. I I'm listen to me, and I'm not trying to make it all personal, but all I'm saying is, like any human that is talented and and, and loves what they do, mm-hmm. they should not be offended by people who 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 are better than them, right? Because that could be subjective. But anybody who is better than them. Or anybody who um, is just really good, right? That should mm-hmm. not offend anybody who loves the arts, love what they do, or right. just love the craft in general. Because right. everybody still has their lane, their lane, and their yes. personal identity on it. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm sorry all that's happening, but I am hoping that you continue to legally protect two chicks with the bike and anything else. Because I know I you said you're creative, you right? So any sort of, um, as I was mentioning before, I. I do have a special right now. I always have a flat fee, so it doesn't really matter when you hire me. But this month in particular, because it is Christmas in December, I'm knocking off an extra $500 off my typical flat fee. And then you also get to take advantage of the fact that it's trademark board fees. So not my fees for filing it. Yeah, because it's going to go up, right? Those fees are going to go up starting next month. And so essentially this month, if you ever wanted to file a trademark, will be probably the cheapest time you could ever in your life file a trademark. Number one, because my fee with $500 off is still going to put it at a very low thrush point, you know, for hiring an attorney to do this. But then on top of that, you're also going to be paying the lowest fee that the trademark has because it's going up. So do you know how much is going to go up? Yes. 
So the trademark filing fees go up starting next month. And I, I don't know about how much. I'm assuming it's going to be anywhere between 50 to 75 bucks at the most, probably for each category. Oh, that's groceries. Girl, bye. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. So that's what I'm just saying. Listen, people look to spend their money on Christmas gifts and all this stuff. Look, invest in yourself. Invest in your business. Invest in your mark. If this is something you think you can swing this month, this is going to be the cheapest you ever going to get it anyway. I would make it happen. Uh, my website is askcarterlaw.com and I'm askcarterlaw on every social media handle. So you can't, you cannot not find me um, at askcarterlaw. But askcarterlaw.com, you go to that contact form, you let us know that you want to file a trademark, my office will be in contact with you. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 I'm yes. so. Ha- Is there anything else you want to say about your business before? No, we get no, on? that's it. I just, I, I know, I know, we were talking about various things. So I wanted to. I mean, obviously, I do other things. I do contract review. I do copyrights. I do business formation. As you mentioned, you've done your LC. So if you're not interested in a trademark, if you've already got a trademark, still feel free to peruse. Um, you know, the website askcarterlaw.com for your other legal needs. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that, you know, Nadia had me on, that we could talk about these various things. And I could obviously let you guys know what I've got going on with my firm. Hopefully, hopefully I'll have some new news in the next, I don't know, 30 to 60 days with some other things I've got going on um, that I can share with Nadia and 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 you guys as her audience. But I just, I appreciate you having me on and allowing me to share. And, just kind Girl, of like and I love the Instagram it. page. Tell me your Instagram page. Yeah, so it's at Ask Carter Law. Very easy. Everything is Ask Carter Law. So it's it's not like, oh, I, what was her? Ask Carter Law. Yeah, <laughs> you can't miss it. Questions. And it's funny because people said, well, how did you come up with it? I said, because people always ask me questions. Because they think I'm a lawyer. They think I know everything. I don't. I, I really don't. I wish I did, but I don't. I do know a lot about, you know, a little, you know, a lot about a little bit. I don't know everything, but people always ask me questions, even if they're not legal questions, just questions in general. And I said, okay, I'm going to call myself Ask Carter Law because I think it's a lawyer. It's, it's a catchy, beautiful, great name. Yeah. And so, I asked so you to come on the show. So every social media handle, roll over to the website, askcarterlaw.com. If you're looking for any of those services I mentioned, like I said, tra- trademark, copyright, business probation, uh, cop- uh, you know, um, uh, intellect, anything with intellectual property contracts, any of those things that I am your girl, I can service you um, with, with copyrights and trademarks. I can service you from any state because that's federal law. So it doesn't matter where you live. Oh, wow. I can, I can service you. Yeah. So you don't have to live in the DC area for me to serve you. Even business formation, you can be in any state and I can do that for you. So you don't have to live in the DC area for me to do those things. And so it really allows me to kind of be everyone's lawyer offering kind of these nationwide services. I love it. Thank you so much, Jay. All right, Carter. take care. Thank you so much for having me on. And hopefully, like I said, we can chalk it up soon with some other um, hot topics. The legal. We hot will, we will. Future. I'm always going to have you on. You're amazing. I love you. Okay. Thank you so much. Sounds good. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you. I know. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Christmas tree back there. Yeah. Girl. Okay. I, so, yeah, it's a whole vibe over here. Yeah. No, you just moved and you got your place set up. Like I said, I'm, I'm in. DC. I'm not in DC. I'm in LA right now. And then I'll be back in DC where my decorations are actually up. I don't have any decorations up in LA. I'll be back Girl, in DC next week. I'm for going a back of days. and forth between Atlanta and Washington. Another State. Feeling, going back and it's forth. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is. But you and then COVID too. So a lot of people are driving, but you know, I'm not driving and doing all that. So right. I'm flying. But yeah. Yeah. I fly back and forth. But yeah, no, I mean, the tickets right now are pretty cheap. And I, 
my family with COVID, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. Be careful. My brother was injured. So you just you have to be careful. Just have to be careful. You never know what's going to happen. So can you I can believe we're in the middle of, of a whole pandemic, though? I like know. a whole one. We are, I'm 36 years old. I don't want to tell your age because you're beautiful and you're, you can be whatever age you want to be. But the mere fact that we are in our younger days and we could tell our grandkids, Chad, I was in a pandemic once. I know, I know, I know. I don't know if this is something I want to brag about, but it is what it is. Girl, (laughs) right. I love you. I'll talk to you later, okay? I love the outfit. I love the Christmas. Oh, girl, you know, I threw this on just for you. Just for you. Okay. I know. So let me let definitely look forward to you, you know, splicing it all together. Yes, and, and, yes, yes, and yes. the final cut. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Have a good I'll holiday. Talk to you later. Take care. No problem. Bye. Bye. I love her. She's so amazing. Oh my God. That's my girl Jay Carter. So if you are in the it doesn't even matter really what area, you could really be anywhere and she could really do she really can service you. And she was talking about that. Um yeah, so two tricks for the mic um i'm really happy that you were able to tune in and listen to this we've been on for a long time now i'm about to check out i got my listen bye i'm ready to go okay so um two tricks for the mic.com follow us on instagram subscribe to our youtube and all that good stuff um and i will sign in later okay bye oh bye <laughs>